You guys are cracking me up. Sorry, Susan. Disco. <laughs> That's okay. Disco <laughs> Dave. <laughs> are we recording, Dave? S A. Now we are. Now we are. Saturday, Dave. Disco. Disco Dave. You're going to have that in your head way too much now. Everyone should have that in their head. Should we throw some hot chocolate or something in there? I should have brought my trumpet. Everyone's Because I could have been like, it's a very like small it. room for <laughs> such an instrument. <laughs> Eric, you better oh get your goodness. headphones on. We're rolling. Oh, God. Hey, and I, and, and I want to thank you guys for the uh, lukewarm water and the really hot room. <laughs> and, uh, my, I mean, it is already first class. <laughs> Nothing my, but the best. Uh, my producer the fail that I do not have old fashions and M&M's sans oh, brown M&M's I've, at the ready. I've already written you up. Uh, that's so, fair. That is totally fair. There's already a memo. I deserve it. It's cool. Well, we have this fake fireplace here and it doesn't actually work. So we figure we just got to make it hot enough so you that's believe true. it works. Oh. You believe that it's toasty, that it's, it's on warm. Fire. You yeah. can, you'll be able to hear it too when we light up Chestnuts the campfire conversation. roasting so. on an open fire. Is it Christmas? I'm asking. We're getting well, close. We're getting close. We are talking about fall in Lake Geneva, oh. not necessarily Christmas in Lake Geneva today. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Listeners tuning in, you are now getting a glimpse of uh, how it went when minutes. Stephanie entered the room. <laughs> we just like could not Disco stop Dave. going. And, uh, yeah, we so did it immediately. I'm not really sure how I edited the beginning of that, but uh, you probably jumped in in the middle of it. <laughs> you know what? That is the definition of a cold open, just right in on our conversation. And to backtrack on Stephanie's song, uh, we did decide that Audio Dave was a little uh, not alliteration it, enough it for us. It feels dated to me. Okay. I mean, everybody But Disco knows. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> not in my world. Not in my world. You know, in fact, wow. I, uh, you know, Diana Ross is considered one of the disco queens. Oh, yeah. Um, and Donna Summer. So in Lake Geneva, this is how cool Lake Geneva is. I was uh, at a party uh, at a guy's house, and the entertainment was Diana Ross. Really? That wow. was the entertainment at his house. <laughs> Lake Geneva is a trip, and I cannot wait to talk about oh it. My That's God. all I'm Did saying. Did she sing Love Hangover? I don't think so. Oh, because that would have been amazing. Did well, she, she do a lot of Supreme stuff or a she, lot of disco stuff? She did a lot of disco stuff, and she started with, I'm... Coming Come it out. out. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Oh, it's awesome. She's wearing her feather purple boa. I was like, that is a disco queen right there. Oh, my god. Is there gosh. a video of this performance at all? No, but I have tons of pictures, and you weren't supposed to take pictures. I didn't know it. <laughs> um, in my defense, I really didn't know it. When do you not take pictures? Never. You're on. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever there's guests in Lake Geneva, you're there and there are pictures. Of oh, the there just, are pictures. You just hosted a bunch of uh, international We just had journalists. 15 of the best travel writers in the United States, uh, Italy, where was it, uh, Mexico and Venezuela. And we showed them the best and coolest and most unique things. Um, we were on different tracks. So some of them were there for our culinary experiences. And Lake Geneva has a seriously cool culinary scene. Mm -hmm. We have a French chef at a place called Opus at the Belfry House. It's dinner by reservation only, five courses, and it looks like you are eating artwork. Mm. It's wow. sensational. We have places, of course, on Geneva Lake, which is this gorgeous 137-foot-deep lake. We have places on Lake Como called like Savoy is my new favorite. It's, it's just a piece of heaven. And you watch the sunset sunset on the lake. You're having this incredible cuisine. And Lake Geneva's got a different feel 
than the rest of uh, Wisconsin. And I love all of Wisconsin, all 72 counties. But there's something about the way the kettles and moraines have formed and this trio of lakes that (laughs) is just front and center in your face. You don't have to kind of get to the lake. It's right there. So... You guys got to come visit me more. Uh, so you've never worked in tourism a day in your life from that speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So From that speech. From that, that hurts. speech. <laughs> so, Give me a podium. <laughs> with all that discussion of the culinary delights to yeah. begin, consider that the appetizer. There you go. Yes, As I we like talk it. about Lake Geneva, and in particular fall in Lake Geneva, yes. those fall colors are just starting to pop up north, and they're making their way south, and it is about to be... Probably the most visually gorgeous time of the year in Lake Geneva. And we're going to dive into that with the one who knows more than anyone about the beauties of Lake Geneva. Who, who still who, has who, yet to be named. Okay, she's you in know, the top we'll five. We'll do it in a minute. She's yeah. in the top five. Okay. We'll be doing that Boy, on this episode of The Cabin. <laughs> All right, sugar, sugar, the cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin (laughs) Counties Association. Mark O'Connell, I love him. (laughs) Great organization, Wisconsin Counties Association. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. I love them. (laughs) And you know what? This week... We're featuring Milwaukee County. Ooh. You got to stop it with your the voice. Favorite. It's like, wow. <laughs> kind of sexy. I mean, Eric, you're like the guy next door, but I'm like, whoa. Every- hey. <laughs> I'm trying to go for Barry White, but I'm kind of Barry White and nasal for that. Oh my so, God. Uh, Milwaukee County, it, it got worse. I was doing my radio voice with another guest. You were. Uh, before. So, <laughs> Milwaukee County is the most populous county in Wisconsin. Just under a million residents. They've gone above and below that threshold a few times. Also the most densely populated, obviously, and it's a fairly small county by land area. Of course, it's home to the city of Milwaukee, along with 18 other municipalities. West Dallas, Wauwatosa, Greenfield, Oak Creek, and Franklin are the next largest, although a lot smaller than Milwaukee itself. Some amazing, uh, beautiful county park system. It's a national model, uh, and they actually uh, brought back the beer gardens. About, uh, I don't know, seven, yes. eight years ago at Esterbrook Park. And now there's like eight or nine of them. And I remember being on a news channel, like as a panelist talking about this. And everybody's like, oh, my God, people are going to get drunk. Or no, it's going to be wonderful. And it's wonderful, right? <laughs> Steph, Milwaukee County awesome? rocks. Um, they have a national uh, award-winning uh, park system. Mm-hmm. And they're, it's just crazy. It's crazy cool. It's got everything. It's still got the small town charm. It's got the big city amenities. I love Milwaukee County. Love it. Lots of great stuff to see. The tallest buildings in the state, of course, are in Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, nine of the ten tallest buildings in Wisconsin are east of the Milwaukee River. <laughs> the Modern, which is right by Fiserv Forum, is the tallest building in the state west of the Milwaukee River, and it's one block west of the Milwaukee River. Come on, other cities, get some tall buildings going. Well, Claire Madison, <laughs> yep, what well, are you doing here? Yep. And the other, um, the other tall building is the Greek Freak. That guy is big. <laughs> and he's officially, him. yeah, he's officially the 18th tallest building in the city of Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, it's also home to the world's second largest four-faced clock. It was the world's largest four-faced clock until, I don't know, about 10 years ago. The Allen Bradley clock, legendary. They intentionally made it, it's bigger than Big Ben in London, but they intentionally made it so it wouldn't chime, and that way Big Ben would remain the world's largest chiming four-faced clock. It was our payback to, it was like a nod to Britain to say, hey, we're not going to overdo you and everything, (laughs) right? And Big Ben's got the better accent. (laughs) Right. Get it? I'd say. (laughs) Yeah, it's better than the Southside Milwaukee accent. That, that's very Although true. Although I do like that accent. I do. <laughs> <It's nice. laughs> 
<laughs> of course, it's home to the busiest airport in the state, Mitchell International. Ooh. 90 plus destinations straight from there. You can get anywhere in the world practically with just one stop or nonstop. And of course, it's home to our world champion, Milwaukee Bucks. And the hopefully soon to be world champion Milwaukee Brewers as the fear playoffs the as the playoffs loom. Fear the deer, fear the beer. <laughs> Don't fear. Get into Milwaukee County and see all the cool stuff it has to offer. I happen to live in the third ward area of Milwaukee, oh, and it's I one of the, the coolest spots in the state. So get down there and enjoy. Milwaukee. And I guess we'll get back to Lake Geneva now, shall we? Should we light this fire? Let's, Let's do light it. This fire. Come on, baby. Light my fire. Oh it's my gone gosh. down 43 into Walworth County now. I like it. I like yes. it. What, okay. kind of, what kind of ride are we in? Because that sounded like uh, almost like a convertible. <laughs> that sounded like the red convertible in your new digital oh. short. Oh, I like oh, it. There we transition. go. I like oh, it. Thank you. Okay. Yes. So I'm very excited. We have not explained who you are on the podcast yet. Yes. I'm honored to <laughs> be able to do it. Not 98% of the people don't know. <laughs> Everyone but. should know. This woman, Stephanie Clatt, thank you so much for coming to the cabin. Oh, it's so fun to be here. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are so excited. So first, I mean, my love for you began Aww. in the Miss Wisconsin sphere because you were Miss Wisconsin 1992. And correct? oldie but a goodie. And oldie <laughs> but a goodie. <laughs> yes. And so that's really where I got to know you from. But you also have been the longest running host of Discover Wisconsin, the TV show. You bet. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, almost 20 years. And I was known as the Susan Lucci of Wisconsin. <laughs> Because over 17 years, I was nominated for um, an Emmy for on-camera hosting. And every year, I would go to Chicago for the Midwest um, National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. And I would buy a new dress and buy that ticket and, you know, pay for a hotel overnight, which isn't cheap on a Saturday night in Chicago. And I would lose. And they're like, but it's an honor to be nominated. And it was the first five, ten years. (laughs) So on my 17th year. Uh, my brother and my nephew, and I have nine brothers, of course, so my youngest brother went with me to the Emmys, and I'm like, this year, we're not spending the night. I'm I don't, I'm not cleaning my car. Um, I'm wearing uh, an outfit from JCPenney's. God bless you, because before I'd buy these, you know, evening gowns, and, and um, I said, if they sit us up front, it means I've won. If we're in the back, uh, that means it's not so good. So my seat was in the far back next to the bathrooms. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is not good. But when they called my name, I was so excited. <laughs> and um, you're in downtown Chicago at a very hoity-toity place. And so the first thing I said is, I'm so excited to be here. I've been out front tailgating since noon. And so uh, it was just a discover Wisconsin is the best. I was very honored that I got to start hosting the show with the founder, Dick Rose. So when we started, um, Gosh, almost 30 years ago now? Mm-hmm. Is it 30 yeah. years? Um, it's got to be close. Show started in 87, and you 87? came in. So, yeah. I came in in 92. 92, yeah. Okay. Yes. And then until 2011, when I was appointed Secretary of Wisconsin Tourism. But then I was halfway through a lot of episodes, so I had to continue filming for mm. the next two years as I did that job. Oh, man, that's a balancing act. Yes, it, it definitely <laughs> was. And um, crazy things happened during that time. But uh, it was just such an honor, and I'm so proud of all of you because when we started in St. Germain, it was Dick Rose and myself and Mark Rose and his wife and sister. And we were in the in the basement of a house on Half Mile Lake. And now there's about 40 of you and it's state of the art. And every time I come here, I get teary-eyed. Dick Rose would be so proud and I'm proud of all of you. 
Oh, oh my gosh. I just danced so and nice. We may continue the it's an honor to be nominated tradition with the <laughs> Emmys because we did get we nominated do. for we, one of our we have Discover two, Wisconsin shows. Uh, Emmy nominations mm-hmm. that just came out, which is mm-hmm. very exciting. So, okay, I'm not even done with your whole okay. like bio, which yes. is crazy. So you were Secretary <laughs> of Tourism for eight years, yes. correct? And now you are the CEO of Visit Lake Geneva. Yes. Oh my gosh. How did you go from one to the other? Well, um, everything for me has happened really organically. In fact, when I was in Miss Wisconsin, Rick Rose, mm-hmm. uh, Dick Rose's son, was watching TV. He was watching Miss America. And so he saw me and he's like, oh my gosh, because my nickname, when Rick and I went to Beloit College together, my nickname Uh. was Joey Klett. And it's because I was a tomboy and I had nine brothers. So Rick had said, hey, did Joey Klett win Miss Wisconsin? And someone was like, no, it wasn't Joey. (laughs) Um, Well, they told me to use my real name, Stephanie, when I competed. So uh, he sees me at uh, Miss America and he called his dad and said, you need to work with her. And so we met and that was it. And so after all those years, at that time, we didn't have the podcast, Mm -hmm. The Cabin. Uh, We had a three-minute daily radio show that I did all 4,000 of those shows. I wrote (laughs) them, hosted them, did the interviews in about 350 TV shows. Um, And then we had a Discover Wisconsin magazine. We had all the trade shows because we really had to work from the base up. So out of the blue, Governor Walker called and said, I'd like to appoint you as our Secretary of Tourism. And Mark Rose had just given me a big promotion. So I said, well, Governor, I I have to talk to my boss. And he said, "Uh, I think he'll be okay with it. (laughs) And so so after eight years, when um, the governor, when his time was up, your time as an appointee is up. Mm -hmm. And so literally, it had been one day and I got a phone call and they said, would you come to Lake Geneva? (laughs) And I love Lake Geneva. It's a special area. It's so unique. I can't wait to tell you about some of the hidden gems. And so I just kind of fell into that. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Oh my god. That's our sound effect for (laughs) hidden gems. gems. gems, I love it. And it's not too far away from your home, which is Beloit, with you and your nine brothers. Yes. (laughs) Which is always so fantastic. And yeah, I mean, we're so excited just to talk to you about all things fall and Lake Geneva. Okay. Uh, Because like I said, you can't tell you've worked in tourism a day in your life. (laughs) You know what? I, I wish um, I would have had time to stop in Lake Geneva before I got here because we have a new fall drink and it's mm. in an actual cold mini pumpkin. Now, when you order it, it is a it can be a cold cider or a hot apple cider with cinnamon drizzled with caramel whipped cream cinnamon sticks served in a cold pumpkin that they carve right in front of you. Can we just An go actual now? Pumpkin. I think that we should take the cabin pumpkin. on the road. <laughs> it's called the O2 Lounge. So it's an oxygen bar. Oh. But they serve all the bubble teas, the, what do they call them? Bulbas? Bo- uh, boba? Boba? Something like yeah. boba, yes. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes. And I like the coconut with tapioca pearls in it. Mm. But they have real pumpkin drinks. It is so delicious. And it's just cool to walk around with your pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> And this is going on now? Yes, only in Lake Geneva, through, baby. Through the Halloween season yes. or all the way through? Up okay. through, through the fall season. Wow. Okay. See, oh, we so, have apple cider donuts over there. That's as close as I we're did, getting yeah. to that. I did. Yes, they, so, I, again, you guys are treating me well. They look like they've been sitting there for a little while. <laughs> just, just a couple hours. <laughs> I brought them from my neck of the woods, so they're only like a day old. They're fresh from Dork County. <laughs> yes. Last oh week. God. 
<laughs> just yesterday. Just yesterday, Eric. Okay, so it sounds like we're going to actually pack this up and take the rest of the show on yeah. the road so we can drink out of cold pumpkins. They have a recording studio at the this O2 place? You know what? There's one kitty corner across the street. Oh, man. Oh, Dang nice. nabbit. <laughs> you were waiting for your plans It's to right be on Main Street. It. Right on 50? So you, do you know where the... Yes, right on 50. If you know where the bottle shop is, mm-hmm. the that neat wine place, it's right next to it. Okay. Yes. Oh my god! Very cool. So you can get a couple. You can get a clear head with fresh oxygen and a (laughs) drink out of a pumpkin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? With you, Eric, I don't think it'll be the first time you've. Had a sip out of a pumpkin. Uh, not not a chilled pumpkin. With <laughs> yeah, you have to get really specific on those things. But yes. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Okay. First of all, just historically, I mean, Lake Geneva has an incredible history too. It does. And somehow it became a huge draw for Chicago people. Yes. And that, you know, the Wrigley Mansion, of course, and then it just became the place to go because when you're in Illinois, there are a couple of lakes northwest of Chicago on the Illinois side. But they're small. They're, you know, really expensive. You go to Lake Geneva, it is a whole new world for, for Illinois people. <laughs> yes. Yes, and it is. So how, when did that really start in earnest? And, I mean, everybody thinks if they go to Lake Geneva, everybody will be from Illinois. That's not entirely true. But it, it is, is very popular true. for it Illinois is. residents. How has that relationship gone? Well, years? you know, we really became a place for Illinois with the, um, when they had the Chicago fire. And so, so many of the industrialists had their homes burned down. And so they wanted something beautiful and they built a home in Lake Geneva um, where the, you know, the gorgeous spring-fed lake is. And so that's how we we came to prominence. And of course, at that time, Wisconsin was really as far west as this country had gone in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we were nicknamed, you know, um, the, I want to say Vermont. It's not Vermont. It's Newport. Or Newport. Look at, I don't even know. I've said it 5,000 <laughs> times. But the Newport of the West. And um, although I'm thinking lately the Hamptons of the Midwest, which is another, <laughs> another nickname. But that's how it started from the Chicago Fire. And then once you had a few really big names, we had everyone from the Rockefellers who had land there. The Wrigley's, actually, it's not one mansion. It's a series of several mansions. Oh. Um, and Stonehenge is a 40,000-square-foot mansion that's the largest on the lake. Um, Richard Driehaus, he just passed away a few months ago. He was a self-made billionaire out of Chicago. Um, he, he was obviously in the stock markets and all things financial, but he's a huge philanthropist. In Chicago, a lot of museums have um, exhibits dedicated to uh, by him, and so he's the one who does the big parties in Lake Geneva every year and builds million-dollar sets. And his <laughs> parties get written about uh, in the Wall Street Journal. So that's when I saw. Uh, Diana Ross was at one of his parties. It was a 007 theme, so he had the actual James Bond cars on his property. Wow! And we um, got our wow. appetizers delivered by drone, <laughs> and so. It's crazy, but what's neat about Lake Geneva is there's this old industrial history, but it's really become a place that people dream of having a place on that lake. And the stories of the entrepreneurs are amazing um, and inspiring. So everyone from Tito, if you know Tito's Vodka. Oh, yeah. Although Tito's from Austin, Texas. <laughs> I was going to say, he's out of Austin. He has a place in Lake Geneva. He sure does. Wow. And so oh does Daryl Hannah. And so do her folks. And it's crazy. The more you travel. And the biggest rumor now is that Matthew McConaughey has a place there. No all right, way. all right, yeah. all right. All right, right. right. Now, I haven't verified That's that another one. Austin I was going to say, how is that a rumor? And you don't have this confirmed. Well, you know, because normally there'll they'll be rumors, and okay. even if someone looks at a property, 
You know, yeah. it'll be like, oh, they, they've got a property. And so, but the rumor hasn't faded yet. Mm. And so that's the thing is it hasn't gone away. Go so, knock on and, that door. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> knocking. I'm knocking. Well, and that's the coolest thing, if you didn't know about this, is Lake Geneva is famous for having one of the world's few lakeshore paths. Mm -hmm. So you have a 21-mile shoreline that these estates are on, and you get to walk on the path through their backyard. Yeah. So you've got this historic estate in, on one side and this gorgeous lake on the other, and you can walk all 21 miles through their backyards. <laughs> it's awesome. I have yet to do that in a day, but it is a goal. Sounds like we need it's to do that. It's a great goal. But it's pumpkin. an all-dayer. Oh, well, it's 21 miles, yes. <laughs> yes, and the big thing is you have to change your socks. Like you, I have i haven't done it all in one day. Um, I've done it in two days, you know, I and so I've done 11 miles and 10 miles. But everyone tells me who does it in the day, change your socks. Because <laughs> about at the halfway point, your feet are really going to be sweating, and you're going to want new socks. So that's that my advice. Sense. Insider tips. Everybody, Inside tips. change your socks. I ran a marathon one time, and that was something we had to do. We love really? insider yeah. information. You ran a marathon? I ran a marathon, well, it's now 18 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Chicago. my gosh. So. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Look you all cool over there. I'm surprised <laughs> they don't have, like, a Lake Geneva marathon around the lake and then five miles somewhere. Yeah. You know, but the, the reason they don't is— It would be too many people. Well, too many people, but also the terrain, because it depends where you are. Again, there's a lot of hills— and each part of the shore path is different. So some will be flat in a boardwalk. Some will be bricks. Some is dirt and stone, and it's hilly. And look out because you're going to sprain your ankle if you're not paying attention. <laughs> so it's really cool because depending on the section you do, it's a whole different feel. Um, it's really neat. You got to do it and do it with me, please. So some of the trails you walk on, some of it you climb on and over in a way. Yeah, you're still, you know, walking yeah. on the trail, but right, it's... It's going to give you a little challenge. You know, it's nice when you're out on that lake. It's technically called Geneva Lake, the yes. lake itself, right? Yes. And so I was out there on a boat uh, about a month, two months ago now. And it's interesting because it's there's areas where it's kind of flat to everything. But then there are bluffs that kind of lead up to the lake, especially yes. towards the western part of the lake. Yes. And you see, you know, have to look up at the houses and everything. And you're like, how, how does the path work around that place? It is. It's crazy. And it's one of those things that's really hard to describe it. Mm -hmm. and, and even pictures don't do it justice. You have to get out there. And, you know, you mentioned the west end. Of course, that's Fontana because mm -hmm. Geneva Lake. Uh, and you know your Lake Geneva area, Eric because um, it is technically Geneva Lake, but a lot of people will just say Lake Geneva. But you have Lake Geneva, the town of Lynn, Fontana, Williams Bay, the town of Lynn again, and Lake Geneva. Hmm. So, and a lot of folks don't know about Lynn. It's kind of the hidden secret. Uh, but Fon Fontana's the West End, and they say the West End is the best end. <laughs> now, I don't know about that. It's all good to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have, uh, like, I loved eating at Pier 290, for example, on the uh, West End. And then there's so many great places, of course, in Lake Geneva. And to see the, the beach there, to see the Riviera, which, you know, of course, just had their grand reopening. You and beautiful, I were at it. Beautiful yes. place. We got to enjoy some conversation there. Uh, and the and Glenn the, Miller Orchestra. The Glenn Miller they Orchestra were played this. They were oh, phenomenal. They were amazing. Uh, and I guess it's part of the original orchestra. It never went away. They've just kept adding members and dropping them over the years, and it's still the same Glenn Miller Orchestra. Yes. Sounded amazing. Oh. And in that ballroom, which, by the way, what's the? would you say that's kind of one of the crown jewel buildings of, the, of Lake Geneva? I mean, it it's got to be. 
it's iconic. And I know when, when people travel, they like to have that Instagrammable moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where you have it. You have it at the gorgeous Riviera with the Driehaus Fountain in front of it. Yeah, that um, looks great. Oh, it's so pretty. Or you do LED it. lights on it. It's oh, beautiful. And I love the chandelier inside the mm-hmm. Riviera and the grand piano. And then, of course, the backdrop to the Riviera is the gorgeous lake and the Gage um, Lake Geneva cruise line boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's little piers. I got some, I don't even know if I showed them to you on my phone. Amazing sunset shots, right as it got dark and the colors. Oh, good. And the sky, the colors of the piers. Uh, and that's the cool part. In Lake Geneva, you can watch the sunset over the water. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Depending on the time of year and the angle, but it's just gorgeous. And that upper part of the Riviera, nice, fancy place, ballroom events, things like that. And the lower level is great for all the beachgoers. There's concessions down there. There's showers, all the stuff you need to enjoy the water yes. as well as the town. All right. Love and it. get ready. Disco Dave, get ready for a hidden gem. <laughs> so on the first floor of the Riviera, like you said, it's got more of a Coney Island feel, doesn't it? <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> right. Well, there is a place that's called Going Bananas, and they do the frozen bananas, and you can get like the little, they call it the thumb or spoonful. It's just, it's a small, you can get a half banana full, and it's covered in either white chocolate, milk chocolate, or dark chocolate. And then you can have caramel drizzled on it, and of course it's on a stick, or chocolate, or dark chocolate. And then you can have sprinkles put on it, or candy pieces. It is so good. (laughs) But they also have... Uh, it's called Mugshot. Get your mugshot. So if you wanted the Cabin Podcast or Discover Wisconsin, the logo on your coffee, they'll do it for you. Wow. So, on the spot? Wow. On the spot. And How so, is that even possible? It's so cool. Huh. They just came out with it about a week ago. The mugshot. Oh, wow. I love it's the it. only mugshot you'll ever want. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally fair. Yeah. Okay, It'd Stephanie. be the second or third mugshot I'll have had, but... Oh! <laughs> hey. Hang on, there's a story there. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so this might be uh, next to impossible, but I think you're up for the task. All right, let's say... I, I don't even know who your dream guest would be of someone who's never been to Wisconsin, never been to Lake Geneva. Take them through a fall day in Lake Geneva. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to start our morning with coffee. Mm. And we're going to go to a place called Inspired Coffee right on Main Street. So Inspired Coffee was created by an organization called Inspiration Ministries. And it gives adults with disabilities um, an opportunity to serve customers front and center. So often um, folks with disabilities, if they get a job, it's a job in the back of an office This is where you are front and center serving the customer and customers from all over the world. And I tell you what, with people and their coffee orders, they can be tough because it's like, I'll have the double espresso, coconut shot, (laughs) almond milk. You know, you're what? I don't even know what that is. So we would start there and we'd have a morning coffee and then we would hit the we'd hit the lakeshore path. Mm. So we'd probably do a five mile hike and I'd bring you to what was owned by the former president of the Morton Salt Mansion, which became the Driehaus Mansion, which when you're on a boat tour and you see this house, it's it's magnificent. It's hard to describe. It's got the white pillars and the perfect lawn. And But the hike there, again, you're just walking past history and drinking it in. And there's something about a spring-fed lake that just the air smells better. It's gorgeous. So we do a hike. And then we'd need a little 
little lunch after that. So we'd go to Oak Fire because on the second floor of Oak Fire, which does the Nepali, Nepali, am I saying that? Thank you. I can never say that word. (laughs) They do the wood fired pizzas Mm -hmm. in 90 seconds, but they're out of this world because they'll do a sweet and savory. And on the second floor of Oak Fire, it's one of the greatest views of Lake Geneva. Hmm. It really is. And that's a relatively new place. It is relatively new. A, ga- a guy named David Scottney owns it, and he's an entrepreneur. In fact, he just created an oak fire in Kenosha and Manaqua. Oh. He bought the old Manaqua Brewing Company and made it into oak fire. But Lake Geneva was his first, and he's actually a really well-known musician. So, hmm. um, And he does a lot of neat videos because his uh, sister had some, uh, uh, I don't want to say mental mental illness, but um, it was, I I don't know if it was anxiety or what, but he does videos that really spotlight that Mm. and bring it to the forefront. So we'd have a little lunch at Oak Fire, and then I'd say, you know what, It's, it's vacation, right? Um, so it's one, two in the afternoon. We're going to the Maxwell Mansion for a cocktail. <laughs> and so the Maxwell Mansion has, um, uh, you know, it was named after Dr. Maxwell from Chicago. If you've heard of Maxwell Street Days. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's him. That's him. Ooh. And he had one of the first mansions in Lake Geneva. It's also where uh, President Grant spent the night. So they have the Grant Suite. But they have an apothecary bar and they have a speakeasy. It's awesome. And they have a swimming pool in the back that has these neat fountains. And it's almost like old Hollywood glamour there. You almost just don't even know where you are. And again, the speakeasy is so cool. But the apothecary, they do the dry ice kind of drinks like a mad scientist. (laughs) Um, So I take you there. Then we got to do a little zip lining for sure. Lake Geneva Ziplining and Adventures. They also have the mountain biking. If we feel adventurous, we'll add that in. Then we're going to go see Tristan Christ, who is an award-winning, internationally respected magician. And I remember thinking, okay, there's a magic show in Lake Geneva. You know, we're <laughs> a population of about 7,500 7, people. You know, is this going to be a good show? It's not a good show. It's an incredible <laughs> show. Hmm. He built a multi-million dollar theater. He started in this tiny theater in Lake Geneva. He performs. He's as close uh, to me as you are, Eric. And he'll make a helicopter disappear. He's (laughs) this close. Uh, It's mind-blowing. He just won a huge international award this year for his illusions. Wow. It's an intimate theater that holds 200 people. So you are this close. He did, he did this solution. I, I I don't know how he did it. It was <laughs> he pulled out wine bottle after wine bottle after wine bottle, and you're you're so close. You're like, how are you doing this? <laughs> it's it's magical. Wow. <laughs> red, or, red or white or rosé? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. I think it was everything with wow. the wine. So um, and then at, at at the end, it will have a late dinner, and I think I would like to bring you to the Grand Geneva Resort and Spa, which was famous as the Old Playboy Club. Um, but they have two restaurants there called the Chop House. So if we're in the mood mm-hmm. for a steak, we're going to go there, or we're going to go to Brasago which um, both restaurants are, the executive chef is Chef Nelly Boulanger. Um, he's a first-generation immigrant. His parents were from Mexico. He started working at the Grand Geneva at 17. Now at 37, he's the executive chef. Wow. And wow. he is magnificent, and he does a grilled octopus. Hmm. <laughs> I think we just had a conversation just about had this. Some. Yes. Did you? Yes. In Chippewa Falls for our uh, <laughs> Discover Wisconsin show. Is that oh right? Gosh. It's good when it's prepared well. 
And I trust it's prepared <laughs> exceptionally well That's there. Good. Yes. In fact, he prepared it for the travel writers we hosted last week. Oh, so nice. it was amazing because normally octopus can be really chewy and memorable. Yeah. And a little suction cuppy. Yes. That's that's an excellent descriptor. (laughs) Even when it's not alive, it's resisting going down. Oh my gosh. And so this, you didn't have to chew it like Laffy Taffy. Right. (laughs) I love it. It is suction cuppy. Swim away, octopus. Swim Swim away. away. Oh my goodness. I don't know if we're selling it at this point. (laughs) But it's very delicious at with Brizago. Brasago. Brasago, yes. And the Chop House is wonderful, too. I've had a chance to stay there. I'm seeing a couple of events. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, to spend the whole evening there, you're like, wow, this place is amazing. And if you want to get your steps in at the Grand Geneva, you can. That place goes on forever. It goes Hmm. on forever. It has two outstanding golf courses, the Brute and the Highlands. Uh, It has a ski hill. It has mountain biking. It has hiking. It has ice skating, sledding, mopedding, and, of course, a world-class spa. It has a Olympic-sized basketball court. It's amazing. Yeah, their wow. workout facility is pretty uh, darn impressive. It's, I was it's like, crazy. I'm like, I, I can't sweat in here. It's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm I was amazed. hoping you were going to take us on a drive down Snake Road, but uh, oh. after the cocktails, probably not the best. We're not going to, right. <laughs> but Snake Road is a rustic road, and yeah. it is stunning. It's one of the prettiest roads in Wisconsin. I think a couple of the most famous roads are the Jens Jensen mm. Road in Door County, which, you know, is that mm-hmm. curvy, crazy road. Um, That's Highway 42, the very yes, tip. Yep. Yes. And then, um, and then Snake Road in Lake Geneva. Yeah. And we have a place called American classic cars where you can rent a convertible. These are muscle cars from the 1940s, 50s through the 70s, American made. So I got a beautiful red convertible. Oh my (laughs) goodness, it was sweet. And with Discover Wisconsin, we did some filming on Snake Road. And it's one of those places that your mouth will drop open. Yeah. It's the colors are stunning. And what I like is we're the last place in the state that really has the fall colors. Of course, they start turning from the north and go south. So if you enjoy the north, you make sure you come south because those colors will be stunning. Yeah, I mean, the density of the foliage is is pretty strong down here. It is. Especially around Lake Geneva. And you have the hills because really Kettle Moraine kind of begins in that in that little area. It does. That's why well, Alpine Valley has such a big ski hill, for example. Yes. And some other uh, bluffs. So uh, Lake Geneva is one place for Discover Wisconsin about, gosh, what year was this? 2014. It's when I first started in. Uh, we went up on a hot air balloon <gasps> over the town. And mm. how it did you like October it? October 22nd. So we're talking fairly late in the season because we all know right around Halloween, one windstorm comes along and blows <laughs> all the leaves right off, right? Yes. This was October 22nd. I think it was 2014. And it was, first of all, it was 27 degrees when I woke up at 4.30 in the Ooh. morning. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> but it was in the mid-50s by the time we got there and it, we were getting ready to go up in that balloon. And uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the balloon company. Uh, it's the Lake Geneva Balloon Company and oh, John well, Tryone. Okay. Yes. I, I should have just guessed yeah. that. Yes. Right? <laughs> We hey, met at a pie place in the morning. What's the name of the hot air balloon company in <laughs> Lake Geneva? Geneva. <laughs> what's I in a name, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we went up, and uh, so we were east of the town, and we got up, I think our highest elevation was about 1,100 feet, but he kept going between that and about 200 feet. And we went right over that northeast lobe of the lake. It's beautiful. Right over the you know Lake Geneva's heart, 
and then kind of down along 50 by Como, and you could see Como Lake and everything. So you had the morning fog and the dew, and that lifted. Oh. You had the sunshine. And the way the trees popped and the way some of the buildings in town just kind of peeked over, like church steeples and some of the mansions and everything, amidst the fall colors, it was such an incredible experience. I forgot I was standing in a basket <laughs> 1,000 feet above the earth with no restraints whatsoever. I, you don't even think about it. I love that you did that, and I love that you brought that up. And you call it a basket. The first time I went up, I <laughs> called it a casket. <laughs> because, you know, because you when you're just looking at a hot air balloon, it's like, oh, it looks so peaceful. But when you're up there, if you shift your weight, you can feel it. Well, the wow. thing is, uh, it was me, the pilot, Mariah, uh, Jake and Abby, who were also ho- co-hosting yes. at the time. And uh, it's weird. I was the tallest one there, which is strange because <laughs> I'm only 5'10". But I was tall enough to where, you know, the basket goes all the way around, but there's little dips on two sides, you know, to get in and out of it. And I was the only one where if I, you Oof. know, teetered over halfway, I'd probably go out, right? <laughs> and so anytime somebody else shifted their weight, I'm like, ah, oh, oh. so. <laughs> no, it's true. And thank, thank you for um, painting that picture because that is a perfect thing to do in fall. But recently, I think it was like three weeks ago, there was an article done and it it named the top places in the world for the most spectacular ballooning experience. And it was everything from Istanbul, Turkey, to New Mexico, of course, which is famous for hot air ballooning. Mm-hmm. And Lake Geneva was one of them. Wow. Oh my gosh. And that's, and so, but isn't it the truth? You will see the fog lifting or the sun setting. And you've got these beautiful lakes because it's not just, you know, Geneva Lake and Como, Lake Como and Delavan Lake. There are a whole lot more lakes that you're going to go over. Mm-hmm. And it's it's magnificent. It's the Cattle uh, Moraine area. And so we just had that national accolade, which is pretty cool. That is. That's so so I was getting the best of the best. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't even know it. <laughs> well, I could, I, it's, Sensed, you could tell. I sensed it because you you do have the blue of the lake and you have the town and the trees and the colors and then there's open farm fields. Yes, and those are still really green. I mean, and then the hills and everything. So I just I don't know how many pictures I took, <laughs> but my phone was like, "Hey, easy, easy." All right, because <laughs> I, say, that I like couldn't a- stop taking pictures. Sounds like a oh, bucket list it. item for sure. Yeah, yeah. it is. It really yeah, is. for sure. Yeah. And he just created, he's been so successful over the years, and he's a balloon pilot who takes it so seriously. He will cancel if there's even an inkling that it's mm. not going to be the perfect weather conditions, mm-hmm. which sometimes for some folks can be frustrating because you've made these plans, but he will not risk any safety issue. But he just built his own balloon port. So now oh, he has cool. this neat home base that you get wow. to, you know, come to, and he has uh, some more colorful balloons. So he's just an amazing, amazing person. Being able to pilot those things is impressive oh. too. It's not there's no sails, there's no motor. You're you're going with the wind. And what's interesting is even if it's windy, you don't feel any wind when you're in that wicker basket in the sky. Casket. Because you're going, because <laughs> you're going with the wind wherever you are. So it's very still. It's so quiet. That's the thing that surprised me is you can hear a pin drop. You can hear the creaking of the balloon too because you yes. kind of the basket just kind of weaves back and forth like yes. this. Yes. And then when the burner goes the yeah. the fire it's so cool. <sighs> You're like, what Great the, oh, invitation. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So kind of on this note, because 
I have to do this now, but w- this is a great question. When are peak colors in Lake Geneva if people are planning their fall vacation? You know, I never give people a date. I tell them to go to TravelWisconsin.com because they do a fall color report. So we update that weekly and then daily as it gets close to peak. Okay. Uh, so we are the last part of the state. Although even coming up here today, there were a couple, there's some colors but we're so far away from peak, so okay. yeah. it's going gotcha. to be a while. And it was a okay. drier summer, so peak might be a little earlier this year than usual, but we kind of mm-hmm. have to wait and see. Yes. It's often around the second week of October, generally speaking, but that can vary. Right. And that's why it's good to look at that fall color report. Like you mentioned, you get a good windstorm, mm-hmm. but if you don't, it can really be extended. And that's the thing. I've had a, I've seen it into November if we don't have that big windstorm. Yes, and it's, you know, I'll hold on to those colors as long as we can because it's by far the most beautiful part of the of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a little early in the year, but I want you to describe it because I don't think we'll be able to do it any justice when the time comes around. Will you tell us about the ice castles that you know are coming what? up in winter? Oh. So I have to tell you that I think Lake Geneva in winter I may now like it as much as fall, mm. if oh. not a little more. Well, given the events and the charm, and I've been in Lake Geneva's, you know, right along Main Street downtown when that horse and carriage goes by. Oh, yes. People do that all year round and everything like that. Of all the places to be in Wisconsin in the winter, Lake Geneva has got to be in the top three in terms of beauty. Thank you for saying that. And, you know, people think, okay, winter, you know, go north, go skiing, go cross-country skiing, go, you know, whatever it is. Um, I say go south. Lake Geneva, we have three ski hills within 30 minutes of Lake Geneva. And, of course, one right in Lake Geneva, the Grand Geneva Resort, mm-hmm. Alpine Valley, and then Wilmot Ski Mountain. And they have the snow tubing, which is so much fun. Yes. But Wilmot is owned by Vail. So a few years back, Vail bought it and put millions of dollars into the property. That was it's, impressive what they did. It's amazing. Hmm. And so we have all these hotels that have ice rinks. Uh, and then we are famous for the igloos. We do the igloo dining outside with the white lights. In fact, this year, I got married in the state's largest igloo in front of the Maxwell Mansion. This igloo has a chandelier. It has couches in different sections. It's massive. It's a lot bigger than our our cabin podcast room. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, not hard to beat. Better food, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's so cool because it can be 20 below zero, and you can be having cocktails inside your igloo as the snow's coming down. Yeah. And then we have the winter Fest and the United States National Snow Sculpting Championship. So we have the best snow sculptors in the world. It's been going on for 27 years. Mm-hmm. Snow sculptors from Alaska to Vermont and New Hampshire and New York and Colorado and Wisconsin. We win it a lot. <laughs> and this past year, we had um, a gal from uh, we're, uh, Florida. So she was second place, but it was like the Jamaican bobsled team yeah. in the Olympics. Cool. <laughs> I was like, what is Florida doing here? But she's a sand sculptor who learned she could oh. do it with snow, and she was amazing. Cool. And so you get to be with these snow sculptors, and Winterfest, you get to take the hovercraft rides. Um, They have an outdoor ice bar, and we do ice sculptures throughout the town. And then you have the ice castles. (laughs) And this year, there were only four of them in North America, and Mm -hmm. one of them is Lake Geneva. Wow. It's magical, and it's extremely difficult to describe the experience if you've never been to it. It's the hottest ticket in town, it's the hottest ticket in the state of Wisconsin. Don't let it melt the place then. Yes, I know, exactly. Um, it, because if it does melt, they'll close it down for a while and then it freezes again. 
But picture at night going into an ice castle that's massive, that has open components to it, that's lit with LED lights in pinks and blues and greens and open sky, and you have slides and you have fountains, (laughs) and then you walk through this castle and you have a view of Lake Como under the stars, and these kids are wearing like lighted coats and lighted dresses, you know, (laughs) because it has this almost magical Disney feel. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing like it. I, I've done it all three times that they've had it, and each time it gets better. It's so, like frozen. It is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's magical. Uh, there's nothing like it, and it's an experience that will never get old. And Winterfest and the Snow Sculpting Championships, those are usually right around the last week of January, beginning of February. Yeah, it's always like the first weekend of February. And and it's been very cold at times. Yes. And then other times it's been so mild, everybody's like, we better hurry before this melts. Yes. So you get a different experience every year. This year we had the Discover Wisconsin cruise there, and it was 20 below zero. (laughs) Oh, man. It wasn't that cold of a winter, but that was the weekend we had that polar I do remember that because I had Winterfest on my calendar the entire year and then that weekend rolled around and I was like "Eh, I'll catch you next year (laughs) yes and then the year before that it was so warm that literally they finished their sculptors the judging happened and then they just started collapsing but that's kind of the fun too is you never know what you're going to get and um, again it, it generates a lot of positive press for the state of Wisconsin, which I know you love, I love, because we have such a great state to be proud of. So uh, we've had the Today Show there. We've had um, Jane Pauley, CBS um, morning show. And it just, the spotlight again is on Wisconsin and Lake Geneva in such a positive way. And what's cool about the snow sculpting championships, when it does stay below freezing enough, they leave those snow sculptures up. Oh, it's awesome. So even if you don't make Winterfest that weekend... Subsequent days or even weeks, you can still enjoy them, and they're right in front of the Riviera. Riviera, yes, in Flatiron Park, and there are about 15 of them, and each snow sculpting team is three people, and they have a, a kind of a runner-up <laughs> in case something happens to one of them. But you're right, and it, it, it you'll just drive by for weeks, and there they are, and it's really a sight to see. Oh, my it gosh. Is. Stephanie. You know that you're impeccable at your job because I have so many bucket list things I have to yeah. do now. Yay! But and, and I know we could talk about this like literally all day with you. <laughs> but to wrap everything up, can you tell us a little bit about the digital short that you actually came back to host for yes. Lake Geneva um, and tell us all about that fall like digital short and then Eric will tell us where we can watch it. Awesome. It was, it was just so awesome to work with the Discover Wisconsin crew. So we put together a beautiful fall video and we did it last fall so we could launch it for this fall. So we wanted you to be able to see what's coming at you. So of, of course, again, we rent a really cool convertible that you can you can get and did Snake Road and just drove through town. Um, it's a magnificent way to see fall colors. Just drive around the lake. One of my favorites, Pierce's Farm Stand. We do a corn maze. That's where you can get the gigantic pumpkins. Um, and it's the epitome of fall. You know, unless you go to a farm stand, you really haven't experienced fall. We do some fall zip lining. We do some fall golf. And and we just, um, and of course, we do some fall hiking on the Lakeshore Path. So please check out the, the digital short. We're really proud of it, and we really loved working with Discover Wisconsin. Awesome. Did they stop at Topsy Turvy Brewery? I don't think we did for the episode. Uh, hmm. And if they did, they stopped there without me, so Ooh. I'll be mad. <laughs> well, then fair. they probably didn't stop there. Great brewery. <laughs> but I go there every chance I get when I come to Lake Geneva. It's in this beautiful old church 
what, a block north of Main Street? Maybe yes. two blocks north, right on uh, the Main North South Road, which used to be Highway 120. Yes. I'm, I'm a geek about that road stuff, as you know. Um, <laughs> and it's, it, that's You know fantastic. your state roads. There's actually, and getting back to your initial comment about Lake Geneva cuisine, you can learn about cooking and cuisine Oh, Lake Geneva right next cooking door to Topsy Turvy Brewery, the cooking school is right in that same church building. Chef wow. John Bogan yeah. is a hoot. He used to own one of the best restaurants in the state, and then he just had so many people asking him for, how do I do this? How do I cook this? He created a cooking school, and it's so fantastic. Definitely. See, there's so many reasons to stop in, so make sure you watch this digital short. You can stream it anytime on the Discover Wisconsin app, which you can download easily in the App Store, Google Play Store, anywhere you can get an app, just search Discover Wisconsin. And of course, on all these great streaming things like Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Chromecast, Android TV, (sighs) Smart TV, (laughs) and of course, on the Discover Wisconsin YouTube channel, which is... My favorite way to consume it. Or, you know what, just come to my house and we'll all watch it together. She'll have it on I love TV. (laughs) We will get uh, some of those drinks served in a cold pumpkin. (gasps) Yes. We'll watch it at your place. That's Um, what we need to do. (laughs) Careful, we might show up. We might show up. (laughs) Always invited. Oh, my God. I'm buying. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a, a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. She was like a walking brochure the way that you are a walking atlas, Eric. <laughs> that was so entertaining to listen to. Oh, my gosh. She loves Lake Geneva. And she Absolutely. is just like so boisterous. She's mm-hmm. so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's not shy. No, I love it. Honestly, every time I've been at like a Miss Wisconsin event that she's emceed, it just like makes the <laughs> event more fun. Yeah. <laughs> so super exciting. And honestly, I know we've we've given so much love to Lake Geneva this episode, but if we're going to speak more on fall colors and fall things that we love, has anyone experienced fall in the Driftless area? You know, and it's funny because Lake Geneva is almost like a, a prelude to the Driftless area with its hills. Mm. You get into the actual Driftless area and it becomes big time bluffs and there's no lakes over there because the, the topography is so varied. Everything streams and rivers and everything. And you feel like you're out west, mm-hmm. like not western Wisconsin, like out west. <laughs> and it is absolutely gorgeous because the fall colors are not only to your left and to your right, but above you. Yeah. That's so fun. Well, do you know who really gets to experience the best fall in the Driftless area? Blanchardville. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like the true future mayor, Blanchardville. No, the answer is students at UW-Platteville because that school is just like nestled right in the Driftless. And honestly, I think one of the cool things about UW-Platteville is the fact that like That's a very unique UW school, I think, Mm -hmm. and probably college campus in general, but a really unique UW school that those students are so outdoorsy. They have so much fun. Like, they love spending their weekends, like, hunting and fishing and camping and doing all these things versus, like... Spending one too many uh, times at a bar or brewery. <laughs> I think it might be a combination. Probably, it's too. a combination. It's a but healthy like, mix, probably. It's a healthier mix than some other places. <laughs> Work hard, play hard. Work you know hard, play hard. But honestly, I mean, I think it's really fun because going to college really isn't just about getting an education, right? It's the whole experience. It's where you get to live. It's where you get to really find like your first home outside of you know your yeah. parents' house and yeah. like get this whole experience. It's one of the coolest things about you. W. Platteville is really just getting to live there and honestly experience the fall there. And too, I mean, I know that they're very excited because their homecoming celebration is coming up, which will be such a blast, especially after COVID and <laughs> not having it. So I was going to say, 
everyone needs to check out a little love for UW Platteville. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Now let's uh, dust off this button we haven't used in a while, and Ooh. let's go behind the scenes. <gasps> Please actually put that in the episode instead of the real sting. <laughs> that should be our new sting. That should be our new sting. Oh my All gosh. All right. Yep. The musical yeah, stylings are, uh, of Audio Dave. Recording this part without my actual board. So <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little vocal sting. And uh, welcome our new guest. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Hello, Andy. Why, hello. From a former host of Discover Wisconsin to a current producer, we're so excited about these guests that we've had today. Uh, Andy Meadow, Mm -hmm. you're here to talk to us about an upcoming Discover Wisconsin episode called Endless Shores of Wisconsin. Can you give us a little little insight as to what that means? Sure. Well, the Endless Shores of Wisconsin, uh, it's an organization that uh, what I thought originally was uh, an organization representing Lake Winnebago. So originally, when I was planning this episode, it was uh, just Lake Winnebago-based, but I learned very quickly that Endless Shores represents a lot more than that. And mm. this episode is based on the Lake Winnebago, yes, but then the Lake Winnebago ecosystem, which includes um, Lake Winnebago, obviously, and then Lake Butamore, Lake Winnicani, Lake Poigan. Poigan. Poigan, yes. <laughs> Rhymes with Sheboygan, that's how you yeah. can remember. Ah, shoot. There yeah. you go. Well, it's too late for that. <laughs> But um, so anyways, uh, the episode really just kind of revolves around, you know, things to do in that area that are on the water. And by that area, I mean Calumet County, Fond du Lac County and Winnebago County. Yeah, it's amazing how vast the waters are there. I mean, Lake Winnebago is the largest lake, uh, inland lake in the country that's entirely within one state. Right. But when you add on Butamore, when you add on Poygan, you have the Fox River, you know, feeds it and drains it at the same time comes in to Lake Poygan from the west, and then, it, of course, it drains out of Apple, you know, towards Appleton Green Bay and everything. Uh, it's really remarkable just how huge they are and how mm-hmm. much fun you can have in and around them. And I learned mm-hmm. all about it, actually, while shooting the episode. First off, you've got High Cliff State Park, which is mm-hmm. beautiful and uh, amazingly full of cliffs, who would have thought. They're uh, high, too. Yeah, yeah wow. a great place to hike, a <laughs> uh, great place to camp. They've got, you know bike trails, things like that. What's really cool about High Cliff, it's the northeast corner of the lake. Uh, you have exposed parts of the Niagara Escarpment right there, which is that, why the cliffs are so high. And if and you want to know what that is, you can watch the episode. That's yeah, right. You dive right into it. That. I love it. <laughs> and one other tip, if you want to get the best sunset photos ever, High Cliff State Park is where you get them because they're partially over water, partially over land. You take your mm. pick of the vista you want. For mm. sure. And uh, we nice. actually... During the episode, we stayed at a campground. It wasn't in High Cliff, but it was on the uh, never eat. It was on the eastern side of Lake Winnebago, <laughs> and um, and the the campground was legitimately our campsite was on Lake Winnebago. Like, uh, I mean, if you could cast well, you could fish from from our tent. Uh, wow! And um, we could have got one of those amazing sunsets you were talking about, but uh, the rain might have um, well. You know, <laughs> weather maybe held out and maybe it didn't, but that's part of the show, really. Damn. Yeah. Andy, so talking about the ecosystems of it, is this, it feels a little National Geographic to me. Uh, you know, there are, there are a few things in the episode about wetland conservatories and things like that. 
Uh, but we also, I mean, we cover, you know, places to go to to learn about the ecosystem, but we also cover a lot of like just fun things to do. And there really are. I mean, when you talk about Oshkosh and Fond du Lac, we go to a racetrack in a dirt track, you know, racing in Calumet County that is like, first off, one of the, I don't want to say strangest things I've ever done, but I, this is not me and my element at all. <laughs> but I was a fan by the time we left. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> nice. a lot of fun. It's noisy. Bring your earplugs. Um, a lot of fun noise. A lot of fun noise. It, it was great, you know. So we do a lot of you know nature stuff, but we also do a lot of like urban fun. That's mm. awesome. One thing I wanted to ask more about was the cave diving that you did, or spelunking. Yes. Will you tell us a little bit about well, shooting that segment and uh, some of the behind-the-scenes stories you might have? That you went spelunking. We went spelunking. <laughs> How do you get the equipment I'm in obsessed. there? What? Well, there was, fortunately, we didn't have to, like, maybe spelunking is the wrong word because we didn't use any, like, ropes or anything. It was a ladder down, but then we're talking, like, it's pitch black. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the caves that we went through, they were not, I forget the term she used. I think she said natural caves. And wild that, like, caves or wild something? Wild caves, maybe? Uh, yeah, I'm working didn't... on this episode as we like, okay. I'm taking so a break on working it. on this episode but, to record this. <laughs> but the the difference being that a lot of caves, when you tour them, they set up like lights and it's like there's handrails and you just kind of walk <laughs> through them and they say, and this is that. And here's some stalagmites or tights or whatever. And this one, it is pitch black. You know, you have a guide, so you're not going to, you know, get lost or die. Uh <laughs> Probably. No, it's always good to know. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's part of the deal. Um, but you're going through these, like these tiny little crevasses holes. I don't know. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) one of the funniest things to me about being in there is that you are in, it's going to sound so stupid, but like, you don't realize how hard rock is until it's everywhere (laughs) until it's like your ground, the walls, you like bonk your head on it. You're like, yeah, right. Rock everywhere. And it's all really, really hard. So how hard Uh, rock are we talking? ACDC, Metallica? Harder than that. If you can believe it. Yeah. Like death. That's why you shouldn't bang your head on rock when it's too hard. That's right. But like, it sounds so dumb, but you're just, you're in a cave. And, uh, fortunately we had, you know, battery powered lights. Uh, so you get to see a little bit and, uh, yeah, that was quite an adventure for all of us. And it's it's not for claustrophobes. No, no, not at all, but it's open, you know, it's open to the public. And I mean, you know, you get tour guides and stuff and it's something you can do in Calumet County. It was great. Yeah. So to film Josh, the host crawling through those, you first had to send the cameraman and like, I don't know who was on your crew, but uh, you had to send them through Brandon with the, all the equipment. And, 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 you know, fortunately, (laughs) you know, Brandon, all of our crew, they're troopers, you know? So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're like, go in this cave. They're like, all right. And I'm like, you're going to get dirty. They're like, yeah, whatever. And then it's like, okay, great. So we'll do that. And then, uh, yeah, throw him in there and, you know, he wants to get the shot like almost more than I do. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of times I don't want to force people to do that stuff. Like, dude, yeah, okay, take all your gear, climb through that tiny hole that I can barely fit through without the gear and get on the <laughs> other side and get him climbing towards you. And they, no questions asked, except for maybe like, um, can you hold my water bottle? Cause I got to go, <laughs> you know? 
Uh, but they, wow. yeah, I mean, it was great. And Andy has no problem, by the way, having hosts do that kind of stuff. No, no. <laughs> hey, get in means. there. Hurry up. <laughs> Eat a triple cheeseburger and take your shirt off, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah. Watch the yeah, St. Yeah. Germain episode for all that fun. Oh, my god. I've gone six pounds since then, but I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that was the awakening for you. You were like, maybe I should. Holy cow. <laughs> Sit-ups time, baby. Goodness yep. gracious. Well, Andy, this sounds like a super fun episode. We are so excited to see it. And for all of our Discover Wisconsin fans and followers to see it, Eric, where can people watch this episode? All right. Well, first and foremost, you can watch it right now. The exclusive early debut is happening as we speak on the Discover Wisconsin app before it even hits broadcast. So make sure you mm -hmm. download the Discover Wisconsin app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Just search Discover Wisconsin. It's real easy. Now, you can watch it now on the app, or if you want to wait till broadcast, you can. Valley Sports Wisconsin, the same channel you watch the Bucks and Brewers on, wherever you live, it premieres this coming Saturday, September 25th at 10 a.m. And of course, other local channels where you can enjoy Discover Wisconsin. Check your local listings, and then once it airs on broadcast TV, you can stream it anytime on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Chromecast, Android TV, Smart TV, and the Discover Wisconsin YouTube channel. That's a lot of options, y'all. <laughs> That's so many options. Well, Andy, thanks anywhere. again for uh, coming on and telling us about the episode. I'm for real sure. excited to see it once it's done and off my plate because uh, I'm going right back to work on it. <laughs> well, I, I realized I didn't even tell you guys about the skunks we got to pet. So, I mean, that's just Whoa. part of the episode. Just, just Ooh, tune in. It's more great. teasers. No, that's I a love teaser. It. Yeah. I'm going to Pepe the Pew flashbacks. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks Andy. All right. Thanks, Andy. What a guy that Andy. I know he's fun to work with. He's so fun. It's a fun <laughs> episode. All right. Well, this review of the week is coming from a YouTube channel. Comment that was left on episode 84, The Ultimate Guide to Oktoberfest in Lacrosse, uh, which is coming up next, next week. week. This weekend. Holy fright. Uh, <laughs> September 30th to October 3rd. Yeah. Their username is Old School 16 v or as I'm calling it, Old School 16 volt. Uh, and they say, here from Las Vegas, I've been to the Lacrosse Oktoberfest twice. Good times for sure. I miss the pork chop on a stick, big corn, and some homemade donuts. That all sounds amazing. Those are some insider yeah. tips we did not have during that episode. So yeah, we had no to one... include it before the festivities kick off this weekend. I was just thinking beer and pretzels. Yeah. Right? Apparently, <laughs> you can get <laughs> a pork chop on a stick. So uh, make sure you're watching us on YouTube under the Discover Wisconsin channel. And don't forget to also leave five-star ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts or iTunes because that kind of helps us get in front of new ears. Yep. Yeah. And eyes to yeah. some extent. Yeah. yeah. On YouTube. If you send people our YouTube channel. We'll Yay. tickle your senses, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, make sure you join us next week. And as we get ready to wrap up, I want to remind you of this message from the All of Us Research Program. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people to help researchers make healthcare more precise by creating individualized prevention and treatment options. When you join, you'll share your unique health information and become part of the largest and most diverse medical research program ever. The more data researchers have, the more they'll be able to create better care for all of us. Introducing the next breakthrough in medicine, you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. 
Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janis, and me, Susan Foch, with guest host Stephanie Kled. Produced by me and Audio Dave with video editing by Quinn Savinak and social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us that review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. In 1983, Linda and Eugene Farley purchased land and built a house in Verona. Passionate about leaving the world better than they found it, they opened their home for meetings and retreats to help promote social justice. In 2009, the estate became the Farley Center for Peace, Justice, and Sustainability, and 25 of the 43 acres became a natural cemetery called the Natural Path Sanctuary. The Natural Path Sanctuary is obviously the engine of everything else we do. It fits right in with our whole environmental mission. We are definitely geared towards teaching people about sustainable environmental practices. The Farley Center is also home to Dane County's only farm incubator. They have a lot of different uh, farmers here and it's a really friendly community here. For me to come here to farm, uh, I don't need to worry about the um, heavy burdens of the financial side of it. I can only focus uh, you know, on uh, growing the good foods uh, for the community. Another project here at the Farley Center is the Beekeeper Pilot Program. The concept is easy. You bring in people who want to learn and you give them the entire season starting with empty hives all the way through honey extraction. That's one we're really excited about because it's getting very popular and just bees are so important to agriculture. In the big picture, we may be a small drop in the bucket. What I do know is that the people come out here, they often go away with a different outlook and not necessarily from what I say, but from what they see. And now you know your Wisconsin.